0: Uh,
1: next week, one week from today, as a matter of fact, Alberta's Court of Appeal will hear an urgent appeal of Alberta's new policy, which essentially says that as of January 31st in the province of Alberta, anybody who wants to use a supervised consumption site will need to provide identification, specifically their Alberta health care number. Um, I don't think you really have to be um, engaged in the uh, Community around harm reduction and safe consumption and um, preventing overdoses and all the rest of these things to understand why that could be problematic for some people. I think it's pretty self explanatory. Um, but we'll see what the courts have to say about it. This uh, court challenge is being launched by two nonprofit groups Mom Stop the Harm and Lethbridge Overdose Prevention Society. And Petra Schultz is one of the founding directors of Moms Stop the Harm, and she joins us now. Petra, thanks for joining us. Always nice to chat.
2: Yeah, Good morning, she. It's always good to talk to you. Um, now,
1: the argument, as I said, it seems pretty self-explanatory to me, Petra. Um, bringing in this uh, identification requirement creates some pretty obvious barriers, I think, to people wanting to use this service, right?
2: It, it does, exactly. The, the idea behind supervised consumption sites, which are, by the way, Federally and not provincially regulated. They are provincially funded but federally regulated. The entire idea is to make it as low barrier as possible to make it easy for people to access that service. It's a life saving service. It works. It connects people with healthcare, and we want to um, make it make people feel comfortable and not scared and worried to warm or walk in. Um, a lot of the the people who might use the service, uh, they've had negative experiences with the health system that might scare them away. They also might have other barriers in their life. Maybe they have um, outstanding fines and uh, uh, and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, So uh, the most important thing is to keep people healthy and alive, and that should be our focus. If down the road, if for a specific reason there is a health care number required, uh, nobody is opposed to obtaining it at that point, but it should not be where we start.
1: Petra, now the government in response has said the reason they want the number is because it would help move um, safe consumption site users to other services, and they also say we won't deny anybody if they can't or don't want to produce a number. Um, so the question I have then is, well, then why, why bring this up? Why? Because people are going to hear, hey, you need ID, and they're not going to go. That
2: is exactly the point. And the thing is, as well, the government says we won't deny you service um, if uh, you don't have a number. And the, the, the judge in our first injunction hearing um, asked the, the lawyer for the province uh, what the act says on that point. And the lawyer's answer was the act is silent on that point, which means it's not in it. What the act actually says is that while a healthcare number is applied for, um, the person will still get service. So if I come in today and say, oh, I lost all my IDs, people will say, no problem, we'll get you a health care yeah. number. Um, it doesn't say, I will never need one. And, and that is really a problem. And the issue is even if you don't deny people service, people have negative experiences. They don't take the chance. And every time you leave something up to interpretation, there can be misinterpretation from a staff person. Um, We know that there are systemic barriers that people uh, who are Indigenous face or people of colour face barriers. So um, will the white kid coming in get different treatment from the Indigenous one? Um, All those things happen when we leave things up to um, individual staff discretion and uh, our point is, and the, the interesting thing is the judge agreed with us that there will be what, what is
0: called irrefro. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Harm, which in this case can be death, the judge agreed with us but thought that the province's right to regulate these services was more important than, than the health and life of the people who use the services. And we think it needs to be the other way around. The life and well-being of people comes first.
1: I, I think most people would agree with you on that front. Uh, the question I have, and like you say, the, the, the judge uh, who denied the injunction that you were seeking... Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, said, you know, this is going to cause irreparable harm to a number of people who use illicit substances. Now, I recognize that. I understand that. But um, I'm wondering what the argument is because part of what the reasoning was to not give you the injunction was you can't just say this is bad policy. There's bad policy all over the place, all over the world. That can't be enough to overturn policy. Um, Governments make policy. So there needs to be a legal argument. What's the legal argument here, Petra, rather than just saying this is dumb?
2: Legal argument is it's a human rights argument uh, that uh, uh, yes, sometimes government makes bad policy. Uh, You know, writing bad curriculum is bad policy, but it doesn't immediately kill anybody or it doesn't infringe on people's human rights immediately. Um, So the the point that um, it infringes on individuals' rights, but also that uh, this regulation, um, when when the federal government revised the regulations for Consumption services. Uh, they revised them in a way that allowed to, to bring these life saving services to people more readily. And don't get me wrong, they are strictly regulated. There are reams and reams of forms and papers and regulations and reports one has to file to open one of these services. Um, so but, but the federal rules are designed to to pave the way and not obstruct it. Um, the new provincial rules um, will not only impact people who are using them right now, but also um, uh, make it far more difficult to uh, um, open services where they are so desperately needed, like in in the city of Medicine Hat, for example, or um, opening a real service again in Lethbridge where it is desperately needed. So there are a number of uh, reasons that we are arguing, and the judge agreed that we can go forward with our court um, with our case. Um, we will do that for sure. This was just the injunction hearing. Yeah. And, and because of uh, these points, we have appealed um, the judge's decision. And, and we, as you said in the introduction, we have an appeal court hearing on
1: January 27th. Which is very quick. So I think the courts recognize that this is an urgent situation and lives potentially could be uh, at risk all of this. So at least that has to be encouraging. The fact that, I mean, to get an appeal granted this quickly, Petra, is extremely rare
2: it is extremely rare and we were um we were we were surprised but very pleasantly surprised we are very grateful for this quick appeal date and also to the to the province for appealing uh, for for uh, uh, for agreeing to go forward with that appeal i think they are probably interested as well in in having um more um, having this matter settled uh, in a way so we are grateful to have this and uh, i think I have a feeling there are people probably um, in the courts as well as in the government who are concerned about about the lives and the number of people who are dying of overdose in Alberta. It's uh, Some months last year, it was five people a day. It sort of um, goes between four and five people a day for last year. And that is just horrendous. Just before COVID, um, we had two people a day um, who passed, which is still too many one person is, is too many but where we are right now is just staggering and we need to do everything in our power to save lives not obstruct services that save lives
1: um and of course we will follow up with you um following this case and uh, and check in uh january 27th it goes to court petra thank you for your time today
2: yeah thank thank you Shay and thank you to your for your listeners for your interest and I look forward to chatting with you after our hearing.
1: Yeah we will definitely follow up. Thanks Petra.
2: Thank you bye bye.